0: Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me, man. So actually, 2020, there was a lot of people interviewing people at home. So this is probably my fourth one by now. And always a good time. Always a good time. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's pretty much how it went. It was like, you know, you're in the city, you're working, you're doing the same thing. Like you know of certain people like consistently, but never just met in person. And I would have like different introductions with people and clients of the Hey, do you know Max Williams? And I'm like, Yeah, I actually do. You know, and I'm pretty sure the same for you. And then. Uh, We finally got the chance to work together, and it just all made sense on that first project And why people were hiring both of us. And I was like, okay, he's a good guy. He's reliable. He's talented, easy to work with. And yeah, it all made sense. Love that. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I I may not be trying to be the best or ever will be the best, but I'm trying to be the nicest, you know? I'm trying to be the most fun. (laughs) I'm trying to be the, you know, the one that you enjoy working with the most, you know, because I think that goes so far, if not further than, like, you know, there are some really, really talented people out here, but at the same time, they can be really uh, just a nightmare to work with. And... I would much rather work with people that, you know, may not be at that level that we all think we want to be, that top level, but like, just have a good time and enjoying working and making something together. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, dude, I've heard some horror stories that blow my mind, especially on people like maybe you, you looked up to or you used to follow on Instagram for a while or watch their YouTube videos. And then you find out who they are in the real world. And it's just like, I can't believe I can't believe you've even gotten this far. Like, how is this a thing? i I don't know, but a lot of it is reputation, you know it's reputation they they you know- it, they do have proof of putting out great content. We see that you know we may, we make visuals like you can't fake that people go onto our sites and they watch it and they see what we make like that's dope it doesn't have to say anything about our personality that's what they find out when they work with us. yeah, yeah. oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah and no that no that's just like defies like if you don't if you're not trying to serve people with your craft then you shouldn't even be there if you're gonna like you know if people have to like consistently hit you up on where their footage is and where their video is like all day long like Like you, they they came to you because they want content, and they probably have an idea of when they want to put it out. They they may have an entire year um, plan of like their promo rollouts, and you're part of that. And for you to like withhold their content is is a crime to me. So I I think that we should just like you know, there's just a lot of respect that that needs to go into this. Yeah. They do. hmm hmm Yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. So I'm from Northern Virginia, basically like twenty minutes from Washington D.C., and I grew up in a, of it was it was I had a really good childhood. It was extremely diverse. There were people from all over the world. Um, you couldn't tell. Um, what the majority was at my high school whether it was asian or white or black or hispanic so i got a lot a big taste of the world growing up and i really really enjoyed that and had a a big interest on traveling and (laughs) Uh,
2: no dude yeah
1: yeah Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 And and it says so much about like your character. Like as you said it does make sense. And I think growing up in that environment, you get excited to learn about new people and new cultures and and new places. And so coming from that, I was you know extremely fascinated by the world and you know different places and I knew that I didn't want to go to college anywhere near home. So I discovered uh, my passion for film Um, pretty late in the game. I made like a very last minute decision, uh, senior year of high school. And because I had been editing, teaching myself how to edit since I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade is when YouTube started coming out. And um, I would watch videos and like, how, like, how did this, what is this magic? How did this video get onto this website? Who made this? What do you use to make that? I had all these questions in sixth grade and I downloaded Windows Movie Maker on my like Dell laptop and home computer and taught myself how to edit. And I was an extremely average student, Uh always. <laughs> you know, I just like, a C average was like my max. I, I really couldn't. I had a very tough time focusing on anything still today. I have a very tough time focusing or being invested in something that I just don't care about. You know, I can't can't fake it. (laughs) There's no room to fake it. Like I might as well be in science class, like with my eyes underwater, my ears underwater, like nothing was registering. Like I'm trying, I can't remember anything. I can't like, you know, I'm reading things over and over again. Like, It just, it was, it just didn't interest me, and, but the only time I would get an A in high school, in middle school, was when I I had a video project, and I was able to present my work in a video, and senior year of high school, I made this video, um, called The Hayfield Experience, which was a a mock of Ned's Declassified, and, (laughs) and I filmed teachers, I filmed students. I, I made like these unbelievable skits that were just like so goofy. And I filmed it all on my iPhone. And this is like 2013, and it went viral throughout the school. And teachers saw it. Other schools saw it. People, kids were watching it at lunch. And it was the first the first time a large group of people told me that I was good at something and that's when I decided that I wanted to pursue filmmaking. (laughs) Not many people do unless you knew me growing up but that, that was a big push for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, oh, nice. <laughs> and a lot of students from our college have that story where they, like, I just used to make videos with my friends. And that's what led it, you know? YouTube, I mean, YouTube created a lot of filmmakers and a lot of editors. That was That platform really did a lot for us. And it was nice to see in college how we could relate in that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that that college. Everybody everybody goes to the same place but walks out with a completely different experience. <laughs> you know, like we all go here, but you cannot really and every department, every major, every um concentration, it's just a whole different it's it's wild. It was a wild ride, but I I really loved it. I had a great time. Oh you watch <laughs> Dude, Columbia does not pay me to say anything. I was I that was me and my just super excited days of like I'm here in art school and I'm excited and I and I was and I still cherish that experience. And yeah, I have my things that I I, I wish were better and you know I've heard things from other departments, but you know, the film school is the biggest school at at, you know, the biggest department. So you know, it's way more beefier. There's way more attention to it, and you know, I hear things from my music, my music majors and my uh, dance majors, my theater majors. How it's just been like, not the experience that we had. So, yeah. But um, there's just endless, endless stories on that school, as you said. <laughs> just to talk about Columbia. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Uh.
2: Film. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. mm.
2: mm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah 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 oh absolutely i was just talking about that the other day that if columbia gave you anything it's the network of people that you still work with today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get an email from columbia to shut your podcast down gonna, or or pay you to talk good about it <laughs> <Like>. right
2: <laughs> literally <laughs> no
1: <laughs> rehearse now. Right, right. We're still tipping them. We're still tipping them for their service. We want to give them more money. (laughs) Zero debt. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure virtual any school is bad. It's just not what it should be. It's not what it's intended to be. And uh, especially like, how do you, how do you, we, we can't make a film over zoom guys, you know, like let's, let's, you know, it's, it's a shame, but I'm glad they're back. I see them. I see them going back and, uh, my cousin is going there now and she's in, uh, she's enjoying it and I'm happy that she get, gets to be in that environment of fellow filmmakers. And artists, just artists in general, yeah. So Chalette started in I think it was the end of my freshman year when where I was learning you know who I was as an artist and trying to really understand what I wanted to offer and where I wanted to go. Um, I had two friends that were like probably like four or five years older than me, I think and they had uh they were like in their senior year. One was in the senior year of Columbia, one um didn't go to Columbia, but he was a a, a very uh a very well known artist in the city and they both had brands. They had websites, they had logos, they had their own work and that really inspired me. And I would hang out with them all the time. I would like contribute what I knew how to do to them. Um as uh, contribute my visuals and I wanted to develop my own brand as well. And I also saw other students, like fashion students and photographers and following people on Instagram, like they had a brand, you know? It wasn't just like, here's me on Instagram, like walking my dog or, you know, sitting in the park. It's like, you know, I'm a brand, like you can come to me for, you know, creativity and artistic um, contributions to your vision. So I wanted to develop something like that for myself. And so I wanted to develop a production company. And so, um, nothing. Nothing felt better than calling it Chilette, um, which is my last name. And um, what's funny is that it's my my Instagram has always been Chalette. It's never been Orel Chalette, It's never been anything. It's, my Instagram has always been Chalette. So it, I just branded myself. Like even in middle school, like my Instagram was Chalette And so that that is that is what I that, that's what I went for. And and then a lot of learning and uh, uh and failure from there <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm. 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 yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh always. <laughs> yep, yep. And and going back, my, my friend Terrell, he um is the one that designed my logo. I said, I just want it to be the aperture ring in the shape of a C and he gave it to me and I'm like, Yep, that's it. That's literally my logo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You did a great job.
2: Mhm.
1: yeah yeah um that's a great question i my memory just goes to a big collection of work that i had done uh for different people um first my friends which is definitely where it started off so so (laughs) we're hearing about me being a photographer i went to columbia for film we talked about film we talked about music video but there's a huge photography aspect of my brand, and that came, photography was honestly a hobby that went too far. (laughs) And that's honestly, (laughs) there's no better way to describe what photography is to me and how it happened. Because when I'm in film school, I'm like, why am I in film school without a camera? And so I need a camera, because I need to film things, right? and I need to learn and practice. So I got a camera, and it was like a Canon T3i Rebel, and it had the kit lens and everything from like Amazon, and <laughs> and <laughs> literally, <laughs> crisp, cinematic. <laughs> and so I, um, I saw that it had a button that could go back and forth between photo, photo and video. And so I was like, oh, we can take pictures, too. And so, like, I took a picture, and it was, like, completely white, overexposed, and just, like, terrible. And I was like, wow, lit it in manual mode. And so um, one time my friend was like, can you take some pictures for me for my fashion website? And I was like, I am not a photographer. Like, I'm not. And she's like, you can do it. You have a camera. You can do it. And so I took a few pictures for her, and she loved them. But I was like, looking at them, I'm like, I think this can be a little better, you know? Like, I think I can do better than this. And that's what happened. Every photo show, I'm like, I can do better the next time, the next time, the next time. And became known as a photographer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which was tough because I was, I was, you know learning how to brand myself properly um it it was it was weird because i'm doing all these photography gigs which are great and they're super fun i'm shooting concerts i'm i used to do a lot of celebrity uh interviews and uh tv work where i would like go around the city like spring awakening lollapalooza or um north coast music festival and shoot shows and i love that part of photography but you know my mom's talking to me and she's like I did not send you to college to be a photographer. <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, you're right. And when I would go to my, hang out with my friends, they would introduce me. They'd be like, oh, this is Chalette. He's a photographer. And I'm like, eh? I'm like, I am, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this film work in school, you know, but I'm not promoting it. And I'm realizing that, People really do see you for what you put out on Instagram. You know what I mean? So I'm putting out all the photography on Instagram, but people have no idea that I do film, that I'm producing film, that I'm writing scripts, that I'm, like, you know, really into this world. And so there was a moment where I had to completely reshift um, how I wanted to brand myself with both photo and video. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly instagram is um when you go on someone's instagram you know, what do you see? Like, who are they? And I always ask myself that, like, what do people see um, without any bio, without any wording? Like, what do they see? And it was all photography on my Instagram. So I was like, I look like a photographer and I am, but I need to showcase more more of what else that I, I really do, which is video. And I love music videos. And so I used to make those rows of three. It was like photo, 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 the same shoot. So I had like an aesthetic um, and I did that for years and I had to break out of that. And then I posted a photo of myself, which I never really did. And it was saying that, basically saying that I'm excited for this new journey to go into video and um, show you guys that I love video and i you know, music videos and kind of like introducing myself. And people really love that, you know, people really like to see you know, who the artist is. You know, I love behind the scenes of movies that I love. I love behind the scenes of how things happened or meeting artists that you looked up to and you get to meet them in person. Like, you know, it's cool. So I learned that people want to see you um, just as much as they want to see your art. And I told them that I'm interested in video and started putting out video. And people said, hey, I heard you do video or they see something that I did. And then that's how it started to um, to progress as a, as a music video director or a cinematographer, but at the same time, all those years of photo shoots, people didn't forget that people didn't forget about that, so I was able to still pursue both
2: mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, my first music video that I presented to everyone was for a girl I was dating at the time, Anna Augusta, and she is a singer, and we were both at Columbia, like, she's pursuing music, I'm pursuing film, and, you know, what better person to trust than somebody like that, so we worked on her first music video together, and we shot it in, uh, like... (laughs) Like the night before, we were supposed to shoot it. It's supposed to be all outdoors, an entire outdoor scene. And um, the night before, I look at my phone. And it says it's literally going to be a blizzard the whole day. And I told her, I'm like, like it's literally going to be a blizzard. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> and she said that she still wanted to shoot it, and so I was down. Um, My friend Zoe, who was an editor, and she really pushed the project as well. Like, she was super into it, so she wanted to. Zoe Bauer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was her, Zoe, um, Anna, and then Austin, who I still shoot with today. And the four of us went out and shot that music video in the blizzard, and it actually turned out way better if it wasn't a blizzard you know what I mean like it just looks so cool like she was literally out there in the storm performing and singing and she did a great job Zoe did a great job I thought I didn't do too bad and that was the first music video that I pushed out and showed people and her friends saw my friends saw and it started to pick up from there. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's called Never Fall by Anna Augusta, if she still has it on her page. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it in a while, but that was the first music video. Um, I think that I think that was... Sh- oh, that was shot on my Canon 5D <laughs> Mark III. Yeah. Oh, my... Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it was on 5D. Hmm. Oh no, no, I, I didn't charge. No, yeah, that was my girlfriend. So I didn't charge her. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, absolutely. I think it was probably it, well, the first one after that. I'm not even sure what it was, but I say no more than four hundred dollars. Yeah. Four hundred, 300, you know, 300 is always that like, you know, you like, I feel like 300 is that first like big budget pitch we give, like 200 sounds too low, 400 sounds too much, but if I pitch them $300, I'm getting paid, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're, they're going to respect me. It's going to be, you know, it's like when you're like 21 years old and you don't know what to pitch 300 for some reason that like just sounds good, you know, and now we're like, what the heck? That was literally nothing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you really have to be the first one to to pitch, you know? Because they say the first person who pitches is the one that wins, you know? They say what the number is. But it's also, like, like, we know that filmmaking takes so much more work and uh time and money than people think and everybody's inspiration video that they're sending they're like you know oh i love this music video that drake did i love this james blake music video this is my reference you know every reference that they're gonna send you is a budget over 100k you know at least you know and so you have to you know I'm not at that level where I'm working with people with 100K budgets, you know. I'm working with friends, extensions of friends, or independent artists, you know, and I don't expect them to have that kind of money, but I do expect them to have to pay a certain amount to get a certain level of quality, and so uh, pitching is hard, you know. Like, we get that all the time, and, you know, uh, my friend Brian, he says, he said, he said it so funny. He was like, I feel like uh, we get ghosted more than anybody on Instagram, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> And you got to get used to that, you know, like I send emails all the time, like, yeah, this is the rate, this is the rate, this is the rate, you know, if you want to talk more, let me know. And, you know, maybe like two out of eight will respond, you know, and that's, that's okay. That's okay. You know, but I'm at least letting them know, I'm saying you want to hire me because you've seen this, you know, you've seen these videos that I've done, you know, and I appreciate your interest in working with me, but all those videos were done on a budget of this range. And then we move forward, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. 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 true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that I've kind of ended up in worse shape by trying to attempt um, those big budget music video references, you know what I mean? Where like, I, I, it's maybe out of my league or there's like way more crew involved than I have and I kind of fall short, you know? And instead of trying to like give people this grand vision they see on these super high budget music videos that we all love, which is super dope... I just feel like, you know, you have to be realistic on where you, where you are and protect your brand, you know, because I've, I've tried to give somebody something like that, um, but I didn't really know how to do it, and neither did my crew, and, you know, we were very skilled with where we are, but, like, just with um, certain things, you know, you just got to be honest with yourself um, if you can take it on or not, or be honest to the, to the client to try to create something new, but still very, very um, artistic. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: exactly mhm mhm, yeah, not at all, yeah, exactly. I'd rather just a client not ask all those questions and just trust me, you know, because like I don't need to, you know. If I'm going to hire someone to do something, I'm doing it because I don't know how the hell to do it. I can't do it. And I want someone that I uh, admire and trust to do it. And if I trust them, then I wouldn't be asking them all these questions at the same time. You know what I mean? If you tell me that it's going to take this long to create this project whatever we're doing and you need this and you need that then my only answer to you is yes or no you know what i mean because like like no problem like you're the professional here i don't know what i'm doing you know what i mean like you're you're not going to try to learn a new language from somebody and ask them if they're sure if that's how you say that word like (laughs) you know nothing you're here to learn that's it and if you have that trust then it's just a better working relationship
2: mm-hmm yeah
1: <clears throat> so um the other day um I shot a music video where I had I ran into three different people who had all, I had all met through them reaching out wanting to help on a project. We went to a, a this guy um, came to help me on a music video, helped help me unload all the gear, and we went into the peer space. The peer space, the guy who was running the peer space, I was like, yo, what's up, man? I, I didn't know he was gonna be there. He was on another project with me, and then I had another guy who came and helped um, was on another music video that he watched me uh was shadowing me so it was it was such a a nice moment to see like you know how many people that i've helped or brought on to a shoot and i love that you know i love learning but i also know that it doesn't seem like that long ago that i started to me you know i still feel like i'm learning so much there's so much that you know, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, but I do feel like I've got it down at this point. You know what I mean? As far as like the, like the basics of like, how to be confident to people and how to, how to present yourself as a confident um, production company, how to really get the shots that you need, how to be artistic, how to stay creative. And I know people are trying to figure out how to make that first step and they're nervous and they're anxious and you know, they know that cameras cost a lot of money and they don't know where to start um but i really it is scary it's it's very scary but i really love you know when people reach out to me and ask to help on a set you know because that's the best experience that i can give them is for them to you know get on set meet me meet the client and and just like you know make him a pa for the day so they can just learn that's the best way you're going to learn and i always ask them like what are you more what are you you most interested in? Is it the editing process? Is it how to talk to the client? Is it branding? Is it this and that? And so I love the one-on-one interactions, but I love hosting workshops and getting a lot of people together. And we can talk about this stuff because everybody has such a different style and a way of going about things. There's not one way to make it in this career. And I just love any opportunity that I can to give back and teach people that they can they can do this cuz like I wake up every day like and I do have I'm 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 always feeling pretty positive, you know? Like I'm not really a negative person and I'm thinking about that, you know? Because I just have so much inner peace and joy knowing that every day that I wake up and I'm making a living with my passion. When going back to high school, I didn't feel like I was good at anything, but I had one thing that I held on to that I felt good at, which was making visuals. And now here I am, 26, living in Chicago, and I make music videos and I have photo shoots, and I do that for a living. And I love that.
2: <laughs> yeah 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 same hmm. mhm yep yep yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: absolutely people person is so important more I, I I know for a fact that I can get hired based off character and personality more than talent because there's times where people like there's been so many times where people ask me to ask to shoot something with me this is in person you know they haven't even seen my work they they'll just I'm like you have you've literally seen nothing I'm just here out and about. I told you what I do because my friend introduced me or whatever, or I'm walking around and I have my camera on me and you know, sometimes I'm on set and out in the city and people walk up and be like, "Oh man, like is this your production company?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is what I do." I'm like, "Oh, I would love to shoot something with you, you know." And then and then it happens. And you know, it's that interaction, it's that connection that people feel with trusting you first, you know? Like, if if I saw, like, you know, oh, somebody's Instagram that had, like, the most incredible work, I'm so inspired, but had zero pictures of them, just the work, it was, like, a company logo, I had no idea who it was, but someone who had a mix of, like, photos of themselves, maybe, like, you know, you know playing soccer um, or you know, playing, doing video or showing their work, but had little nuggets of like their lifestyle, I feel more connected to that that person, you know? More relatable, so I'm gonna like, I wanna talk to them. Yes, yes, Mm. yes, exactly, exactly, and that reputation holds up for you because I talked to, I don't even know what, I can't remember what his name was. But he was he was um uh, pitching a music video to me and he was like, You know Max Williams? And I was like, Yeah I do and he was like dude he is one of the nicest guys I've worked with, you know? He didn't say anything about what you shot, what it looked like, how the production went. He said something about your character. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, you have, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. mhm Seriously, seriously,
1: seriously. It can be simple, you know, like people like face a new skill set and may have a lot of um, nerves about it and, you know, thoughts or negativity, but it can really be simple. This guy uh, responded to my story one time and he was like, I was like in some like studio production. He was like, yo, how do you... How do you do this? And I'm like, do what? And he's like, How are you so good? And I was like <laughs> All I had to say was years of consistency. You know, that's that's all it is. You know, I'm not the best, but I'm trying and I'm 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 putting in the time and I'm starting from somewhere. So Mhm mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, completely i think it's 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 what the project um needs uh from me at the moment. I love shooting, I really love shooting, um but I also really love directing, I love like engaging with the client or the actors or like you know putting out my vision and focusing on that. I've done both sometimes where I'll shoot and direct, um and I've enjoyed that but I think it really depends on just the project itself. I you know, when I have more of a crew and bigger budgets, yeah, I would love to just focus on directing um cuz Austin is an incredible cinematographer and I'd like definitely um call him all the time um when it comes to things like that. Um but I think that I think I, I know that one of my skill sets is being a people person and getting a client to trust me and relax and feel excited for a shoot and so when I, when I'm directing, I feel like I'm more engaged with you know the people on set than focusing on the camera and the shots you know like I or producing you know I started producing so in film school my concentration was producing, so learning how to bring the project together so that's kind of like where I feel home and where I kind of like lead that to producing as well as directing and you know just being that person that's here to bring it together but all in all um I don't I don't I wouldn't say there's for both I I just always have you know thoughts every day of how I can improve both skill sets so I don't think I I have one that I want to do more of but just to learn and improve every day Oh, you can. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tough for me. Well, you know, you have so many people you trust who could shoot for you. Like, you'll be fine. Like, you can definitely take that seat if you want to. <laughs> Thank you. yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs)
1: okay um i remember we said that photography was a hobby that went too far for me the one of the biggest moments that i've had recently was seeing my work presented at the grammys yeah (laughs) dude thank you thank you and it's like you know, I, I've grown up watching the Grammys, I watched the Oscars, and, you know, it wasn't until that moment that I realized that every time they show the cover art of the, the album that's being nominated for anything, that's somebody's work, you know? Like, they're like, oh, the, you know, the, the Childish Gambino album is nominated, or, you know, whatever album it is, we talk about the artist who sang on the album, or her, who produced the album but there's an entire graphic designer or photographer that's getting their work showed on that massive platform. And they're never, no one ever shouts them out. There's never anything said, you know? (laughs) But but for me to see it, like I shot this cover art for uh, Ricky Dillard and he got nominated for a Grammy and I was like, that was huge. And when I looked, I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. If he wins or not, they have to show the cover art at the Grammys. (laughs) And so I looked on the live recording and I, and I went to the moment where he was being nominated and there was there was the shot that I had. And uh, I was here alone on my couch, just watching it on my computer. And uh, I was able to see it, see my work shown on the Grammys. And, you know, for all the millions of people that watch the Grammys, they may not even think about the photographer who shot it, but <laughs> For me, it was, it was one of the most special moments I've ever had with my career. Two. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You know, like, you know, we 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 take our family to see a movie, you know, and they're like, "Oh, that was cool," you know. The first thing we see is directed, you're like, "Oh, nice!" And then the family gets up and we all leave, but we're like, "Man, whoever did that production design, incredible!" You know, who co- who colored this? Who who was the DP on this? You know, it's really us that's giving the love to the people that don't get the love from the from the general public. You know. Everybody always sees the director or the main actor or the, art, the 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 music video the artist was for the artist yeah so like everybody else you know we may not always think about that and but when i see billboards or i see other people's cover art i'm like yo this is good who designed this this is great you know
2: Do 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 yeah yeah literally yeah yeah mm mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Oh wow, congrats!
2: Congrats. Yeah. 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 hmm Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's special. It really is. I think, But I think there's two sides to this. I think that people can make really good work but not feel like it's getting recognized on a certain level, and so they feel um, they lose value in themselves and in their work. And it was so nice to see that in that moment, but before that, I really knew that it's really important for me to love my work you know and not and I, and I don't need the instagram like or the reshare or the repost to validate if this is good or not you know what i mean it's what matters is if, if if i like it and if it's me being true to my art that's what matters the most and of course it's nice when people share it and you get that you know recognition and that validation but you really have to give that to yourself first
0: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: Social media has ruined us and how we perceive things. Yeah, I know. That happens, man. That happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like... You know, sometimes I used to be discouraged at, like, things not getting as many likes as I wanted them to get. Or when I thought, I'm like, I spent, like, two days editing this, and it gets, like, less likes than a photo of me doing literally nothing. You know? I don't understand, you know? (laughs) But what... (laughs) What matters is that it's there, you know, because I know that the people who do want to hire you, that's that, that's that one person, that one person that's looking at your page, and they're going to see that and be like, oh, I'm going to book him for this, you know what I mean? Which leads to more work, which leads to b- bigger projects and recognition, so it, it's hard, but you kind of really got to, like, not let the likes get you down. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Instagram is definitely number one. It spreads the fastest. Um, it can spread in any city that I'm in. Tags, hashtags. There's a lot of shoots. the The Grammy opportunity came from hashtag Chicago photographer. That's how I. That's how I got it. The label was looking for somebody in Chicago to shoot the cover art, and the creative director he did hashtag Chicago photographer and found me. That's it. It wasn't my website. It wasn't, you know, a referral at all. It was me being, my work being online, available for people to see. Remember, like I said, that one person that may be looking at your Instagram can change your life. Your work needs to be there. And so he saw that and reached out to me. So I would say that Instagram
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. No. <laughs> no. No, I could care less. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no way. No. Yeah. It's... It's so disrespectful. I hate it. No, not at all. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think what helped me the most um, were a few things. Um, one was to look at a photo or a video that you admire, something that I like, and try my best to recreate it. Try everything that I have available to me to recreate that lighting, that style, that crispness, that motion blur, those colors. And... Really try to make that happen because that's what your whole career is going to be based off. Somebody's going to bring you a reference video or a reference image and say, I like this. Can we do that? And so you need to build a catalog in your mind of how to create so many different kind of style styles of work. So. And it happens all the time until people are referencing your own work, which is which was the nicest part about it but um i I try to look at images and really think like do I know how to create that? do I know how to make something similar to that? How do they do that and then another thing is again to instagram i you know we're we're all I'm consistently on Instagram because I run my business off of it, but I'm also seeing things that just like just kind of waste my time, you know? And social media can just be a trap. But Instagram has an amazing button called the mute button. And (laughs) this isn't a secret. I tell my friend, I've told my friends this. I literally mute all of my friends. I'll mute mute anybody that is not really inspiring me in that moment for art. Cause I only want to see photographers or directors that are like light years ahead of me. And so even though I'm scrolling, I'm seeing work that like is like dope, it inspires me, it's cool, you know? And then when I wanna check up on my friends and see what they're doing, you know, my friends, a lot of my friends are artists, so it's not like that for everybody, but I try to just customize my Instagram where the stories and what's on the feed are people that really inspire me. So I'm seeing like top directors and I'm always looking at inspiration because you can be in the rabbit hole of YouTube and you're watching like, you know, a lamb, the sound of a lamb screaming, and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? What is this doing for my life, you know? And you'll be in that rabbit hole for hours. And the same thing can happen on Instagram. But if I, if, I, if I take control on what my Instagram looks like, then I'm inspired when I get on it. And that keeps me motivated to continue working and practicing. I'll look at things like why am I looking at this 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 is this serves no purpose for me like (laughs) I could care less what you ate for lunch or that it's your grandmother's birthday like who cares like (laughs) I want to see some art that I'm inspired by I'm sorry you know
2: Mm. <that- that mm-hmm. hmm um, yeah. South-
1: yeah. 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 It's wild. To. Yeah, it keeps you focused, it keeps you driven, it keeps you inspired, which is the you know the goal. Um, but at the same time, it can be tough because I feel like I feel like there's so much of an overload of information, YouTube tutorials, and how to shoot this, the best way to do that, Instagram. That you kind of like sometimes I feel like, am I even doing this right? You know what I mean? and i think that at least to start out i think that would be a smart a smart thing for people to do to uh stay inspired and remember that like you are still very far away from where you want to be so like you're going to improve your level of what is a qual- quality image if you look at people who are super established because then like when you take a a picture when you first start out or a video when you first start out like you're like oh that was cool but like we look at it now, 10 years later, and like, that was literal garbage because we've learned. Yeah, we've learned. So you have to um, find your standard of what a quality visual is. But then once you find yourself and your art, then, you know, just look, look to yourself for that inspiration and not feel like you're always behind or people doing things better because you can get trapped in the world of comparison. <laughs>
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: from anybody appreciate it yeah 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 you can find me through chalet on Instagram and that is spelled C-H-O-L-L-E-T-T-E and then my site is also chalette.com. dot <laughs> com. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anytime. anytime, any time. Thank you so much.